thanks for joining us again. Jared, we finally got there. I think we, we talked about some of this throughout the episodes, but it's time for the Hall of Fame. Hmm. And shame. And as shame. Well, Jared. I mean, we couldn't just celebrate people's achievements. No, we, we have to cut some crack down. Couple down. <laughs> How we do? We have to, but there's also a couple of people who have been in the gun for years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not like they will not be surprised to find their names in here. <laughs> no. <laughs> but. To, to kick off, so basically we're going to do a Hall of Fame. We've got 12 people that we feel make the cut, and we're going to whittle. We're going to look at their pros and cons, we're going to discuss, and then we're going to whittle it down to five. Five to make the Hall of Fame. Mm. Now, there is a sixth. An exception. An exception to the rule. An immortal, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom Atkins. Yes. Thomas he has, Atkins, been, he has been referred to as the patron saint, saint of the podcast. The, so. And let's be honest, Night of the Creeps, Escape from LA, Creep Show. I mean, has he done? What's his worst film? Oh shit, he's got a, He's got quite a trick question. There is one. I will not have any more of that. Let's just Tom Atkins. Look, if he turns up and he's mustachioed, it's a minimum of three out of five. <laughs> Oh, even if he's not mustachioed, it's doing <laughs> He brings such gravitas to the table. Bottom line is Tom Atkins stands at the top of the tree right now, and he always will. Okay? Yes. So Tom Tom is top. He's king. The mascot. Now, he's the mascot. There's five new players to make the list. Okay? So we've got 12 people to go through. The Hall of Shame's a little bit thinner. We've got five. I mean, we could have really stretched this out, I'm sure. I mean, Adam... The, the that surprises me because we have cut <laughs> we have tended to lay the boot in to quite a few people. Oh, hang on, I, I've I've just he's not only in my notes, but I think I'm going to add an extra person to the okay. shame hall. Okay. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That'll happen another two, three list. times before we actually get there. Yeah, the shame list. The shame list is going to be six people whittled down to two. Mm. Right, so we don't want to kick the shit out of people, do we? Well, yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, all right. Let's dive in. Let's dive in, Jared. Let's kick this off with. Uh, so the first person to make the the Hall of Fame, sort of the nominees, the nominees before we crack out five envelopes. One, one, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, now, just to let people know, there was a a slight technical problem with a, an episode from a week ago. It was the Sylvester episode as well? Mm. Hmm. Yeah. I may have deleted something. I mean, it may still be in your trash can somewhere. No, it's not, because I clear that thing regularly. (laughs) (laughs) It's gone. (laughs) I can tell you. It was a good episode, too, Cliffhanger. So just let that marinate. <laughs> there yeah. was a... I mean, you'll have to trust us on it. Yeah. It was, oh, it was it our was... best work in months. <laughs> yeah, it was. Matty was back. He's going to be fucking super dirty because <laughs> I haven't told him. I did. <laughs> I did, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it met with some disdain? So we owe him one. We owe him. Yeah, we owe him. We owe him to come back. Although I'd also, um, I've also put the feelers out to Gibbo about returning for an over-the-top episode. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, Sylvester... Trade out cliffhanger for over-the-top. That's a... It's, not, it's probably not the greatest of trade-offs. No, it's not. Let's have a look at Stallone's pros, Jared. So this is his best work. First mm. Blood, definitely top of his tree. Mm-hmm. Rocky's one through... Christ, do I add four? Yeah. One through four. Yeah, if, you, if you're balancing the ledger, it's definitely coming out on the positives. Yeah, okay, so you've got Rocky's one through four. You've got Creed's one and two. I'd throw Copland in. 
Yep. Do you feel Copland has has some merit? Yeah. In in that grouping, I see two genuine classics. Mm. Like genuine classics in there. First Rocky Blood and First Blood and Rocky. Yes. Yeah, I would agree with that. So they are sort of all timers. <laughs> yes. In terms of the quality of that work. Yep. So Sylvester. He's got a good body of work when it's when it's good. And he's also got a reasonable tier of, of the next expendable enjoyable and that stuff. The enjoyable stuff. A couple of the other Demolition couple of the Man. other Rambo movies. Demolition Man I mean shit, Demolition Man would be in his in his top three, wouldn't it? No, I have got but, it up there. But, I've got it up there. <laughs> um but even why. stuff like even stuff like Cliffhanger and Yeah. You know, he's got a reasonable middle tier. Yeah. What's his low tier though? His yeah. low tier is pretty damn low. Yeah. Because we've got Last Blood. Last Blood. We've got... low. <laughs> yeah, that, you know what? That's probably his lowest in my book. It'd be it'd be down there. Only I mean, because... he might tell you Rhinestone or something like that might... <laughs> oh, Jared, I would rather fucking Sylvester Stallone honky-tonked his way across the street. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, would you watch Last Blood again or are you watching Drinkenstein? No, fuck no, I'm Promises. watching Drinkenstein. At least I'm getting a laugh. I don't know what I was getting out of Last Blood. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah, okay. I Fair actually enough. think he, he fucking was out of his mind when he was <laughs> 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 in a bad place. <laughs> he might have been. I mean, he might have been right in the middle of arguments about dogs and things <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, that's right. His marriage was breaking down. <laughs> he decided to put the rest of us through it as well. <laughs> yeah. If I have to suffer, so do you guys. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll throw another one in there that's real low tier. And we've talked about over the top, which is fucking ridiculous. But I see you. Yeah. Is it? it I see you is kind of like that that zenith of where I felt like he would never return. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so Sylvester's finished. Like I really thought Sylvester was done. Yep. At about ICU level. So there's some pretty bad stuff in there. I mean, Samaritan would probably would probably work towards his lower tier as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, when you when you start to factor in Escape Plan two three, it's, it starts to win you back. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about Escape Plan two and three. I like, I prefer when he plays a villain like his bike in street. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. He doesn't really cut it as a villain. Yep. Okay, so that's Sylvester. That's Sylvester pros cons. You said he had a middle tier that. You're pretty happy with it. Yeah, there's a, there's a few reasonable films in the middle tier that you don't mind going back to, you know. So is it a fair... He's got a reasonable case. He's got a reasonable case. I'm going to go by... I'm going to throw these out before we go to the five envelopes. Is if... Uh, I reckon he's got pretty good odds. Slight? Yeah, yeah. If I, if I you know... If, what if I mentioned Judge Dredd? Odds, go, <laughs> odds are blowing out. You'd squirm on it. Yeah, I go, oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> you'd, you'd sit there. Um, you, if you were in an interview, there'd be a couple of droplets of sweat. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. So you don't think Sylvester's that good, do you? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> All right, so that's Sylvester. That's Sylvester's catalogue. That's what he, yeah, that's what he rolls out. That's his case. Mm. That's his case. Next one on the list, a screenwriter, Jared. Mm. Not a lot of these on the list. Re- uh, soft spot here for me. Soft spot. And that's uh, Shane Black. Yes. His prose, Lethal Weapon, which is, let's be honest, I rewatched Lethal Weapon not that long ago. Awesome. Genuinely, probably the best buddy action. Yeah. 
film there is. Yeah. Just because it's more than just, oh, they're from different walks of life and they've got to come together and they butt heads and that's it. Yeah. You know, um, Riggs is a lunatic. He's fucked. He's, he's, he's in big trouble, you know. He's got problems. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way that stuff works out, it works out really well. Then you throw in the last Boy Scout, pure misogyny, but he entertaining misogyny, I will say, because I, again, caught that the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, long Kiss Goodnight. Yep. Nice guys. That's He's got a small... His pitch is like a page. Sylvester's was three pages. Yeah. You know, Black's I mean, pitch is, is, is short but sweet. But let's not forget, look, he was on the set and on Predator for a reason. He reckons he didn't do anything. Oh, bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colour suggestions there. The cocaine was flowing. We were well aware. And he was um, pulled over on the side of the road shitting everywhere. Yeah. You know, getting a case of diarrhoea. But then, of course, he, he kind of he kind of straddled both of our, our like, the genres that we talk about on here by inserting himself into something like Monster Squad. So yes, correct. He's He's got the clout. And, yeah, and yeah, regardless yeah. of whether it's a smaller, smaller body of work, he had an influence on, on action every cinema. fucking action yes. movie that came after those ones. Correct, correct. And um, I think from a writing perspective too, for screenwriters, I think you'll find that he had a quite a quite a heavy influence on that 80s period of, you know, and 80s and 90s action screenwriters. Yeah. You know, absolutely. they would have read his stuff. Yep. They would have, you know, they would have tried to emulate some of it. Yep. So I think his, his pros are... A very uh, are outstanding for me. Mm. The cons, though, Jared. He partially ruined one of my favourite franchises. <laughs> I mean, the Predator is a fucking disaster. Yeah, but we're back on track now, and that might not have happened if he hadn't fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what? Even reading the original screenplay, it probably wasn't that good. Of no, it. I don't think. I think. No, it I think. I be... think it was quite. It was, wasn't quite there. Yeah, but as I said, if that doesn't happen. We don't go, oh, shit. We, we need to go down back to the drawing board yeah. with uh, Predator and the result is prey. So. I can guarantee you, though, the, if they'd have done the script that they'd done, it would have been much better than what we got. Yeah. Yeah. But the Predator is, is, is pretty bad. Very bad. And Last Action Hero, I threw that in there. Even though mm. I still get a few laughs out of Last Action Hero. Yeah, I certainly go back fondly on that one. And then we're also still in this period of... We don't know how much blame he should actually get for that because, you know, you talk to him and he say all the shit. He says all the shit that he put in there was rewritten anyway. So yeah, uh, well it was. <coughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe it was a patchwork. Yes, I yeah. believe um, William Goldman was paid a million bucks for four weeks to look at it. <laughs> to, to just weave the kid back in. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know what they were doing good. at that stage, but I don't think it's a good picture. No, it's. I think it actually has aged a little better because of that meta humor and all that stuff. Yeah, but it's still even even as that, it doesn't really work all that well. Yeah, and he's got a his fingerprints are on it. Right, remake territory. Oh yeah. Well, it's probably too. We're past that period of of a Jack Slater in in cinema, so we probably won't get what we want to get. But you can no. still go to it. I think so. Yes, you're right. Black's involvement's probably smaller mm. in this one, but he's still his fingerprints are on it. Yeah. And again, reasonable middle tier stuff like Kiss, 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 Bang, Bang, yeah, Iron yeah. Man Three, yeah. Like he's got some reasonable stuff in there, yeah. Some good, some decent middle tier stuff. So his his pitch is short, but it's 
carries some weight. Yes, it's got weight. It's got weight. And I totally agree with what you're saying. I'm not, and you know, not to knock Sylvester in that that thing, but Sylvester didn't. Revol- not not revolutionised, but he didn't have as big an impact on cinema, so to speak. No. Black's name is synonymous with high-concept action films. Yeah. And, that, you know, that's a big thing. It's a big, he, had, he had sort of an impact on the cinema, the genre itself. Yep. From the Scream Queen box, I think, I believe we had this conversation and we said that uh, it, she was the Scream Queen of the, of the horror horror genre, and that's Jamie Lee Curtis, mm-hmm. recent uh, Oscar nominee, I believe. Mm. Yeah. There you go. It wasn't for Halloween Ends. No, Might I just add? I, I think she I might have been phoned in Halloween Ends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I picked that up on Blu-ray, so I'll be subjecting myself to that shortly. Oh, shit. Is there deleted scenes? <clears throat> and extended scenes. Oh, well, maybe it makes more sense. <laughs> Hopefully they cut that bit where he's wrestling with Michael. And this. <laughs> it was fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the child falls down the stairs with a little less comedic effects. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Time. I mean, uh, it, the, it could only have been worse by a fucking honking horn when he's yeah, yeah. around or something. I mean, I felt like um, Matt Dillon in, uh, in Something About Mary when the thing hits the ground. Um, you're up there going, <laughs> and then you kind of look around. You're like, oh, no one else yeah, is laughing. Okay, Jamie Lee, pros, Halloween. 78. I'd say Halloween 2018 mm-hmm. is in there. Yep. True Lies. Yep. I threw Knives Out in there. Yep. I think Knives Out's really good. Again, impact on the genre. Yes. She, her name is synonymous with, with horror films. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't believe she's a big fan of horror films, but... Her name is forever associated. She's a big fan of the dollar bills that have been uh, rolling yes, as a result of many, producing many years. Some, of these horror, some of these horror films. Um, and I think Halloween is a touchstone, and her performance in that is, for someone who had been a novice, yeah. basically had barely acted, yep. it's a really, really strong performance for a young actress. And again, no matter what comes of her career, she's always going to be Laurie Strode, just just like Sylvester's always going to be Rocky. They're always going to have those movies Correct. that are going to be revisited. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, fuck, if she snags an Oscar now, <clears throat> what a way to top a career off. Mm. What's the nomination for? For that... Uh, um, everything Everywhere, everything, all, everywhere all, at all at Once. Yeah. I did kick that off last night. I hear it's weird. I fell asleep. But there was a heap of... Was I was it, enjoying it, but I was... I was side fatigued. note. I was fatigued. <clears throat> there was Kei Hee Kwan. He got no- yeah, a nomination, yeah. and Michelle Yao got a nomination. Yep. <clears throat> look. I'll, so look. far, so good. Yeah, hey. Okay, side, sidebar. Sidebar. Top Gun Maverick, nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Writers, nominated for Best Writing. Mm-hmm. No directing nod. How does that work? It's just a tradesman. Not Fuck a off, he's a tradesman. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? Uh, you've got great performances. Usually, you've got incredible fucking footage. Yeah, they usually That's go That's your director in, at work, isn't it? They usually go hand in hand. And I mean, when that motherfucker has to get in a plane and they pass <laughs> out just to get a couple of good shots. <laughs> Yeah, Tom, we're still rolling. Joseph's unconscious, but here's the sh- here's the shot. You just gotta go. Hold the yeah. action. Yeah, you hear Cruz going. Fucking wait, because he's out. That's he breaks sleep again. I think that's why he didn't get the nomination. 
because he was unconscious for three quarters of the stuff he supposedly directed. <laughs> you don't think George Cosmatos might have taken some point, do you? Because that could be the reasoning. Maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't get that. It's a bit like when, um, for me, uh, back when I think Black Hawk Down got nominated for the Best Picture, but Ridley Scott didn't get nominated for direction, and I was kind of like, well, how, how is that possible? Because yeah. the the way the film is shot is important to making it a, a good film. Oh, of course. Yeah, I don't know, mate. Maybe the director of photography. Is in the well, let's just let's just clear it up. We're not getting sense screeners, so we don't have any. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We've got any no say, say in the process. Say in the process. <laughs> I mean, we're fucking. I mean, I'd be happy to get a look in at a Fango Chainsaw Award. Yeah, yeah. Start up, throwing what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen half of them. Shit. I'm on way in though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a five film category. I've seen two of them. Uh, we'll just pick that one. <laughs> I'm perfectly suited for this. Yeah. All right. Back to where we were. Jamie Lee. Her cons. Look, if if you'd say she had a decent middle tier, but it's none of it's really horror action. You know, she's in that yeah, comedy and training places and, and, you know, your Freaky Fridays and that kind yeah. of shit. I would right. chuck the Terror Trains and oh, yeah, terror train. stuff like that in there. Terror Train? What about the Prom Night? Can you get Prom Night in there? Uh, well, at least ten minutes of disco dancing and Prom Night figure in the cons. <laughs> at least. Uh, okay, cons. Ten minutes of disco dancing, prom <laughs> Blue Steel. Blue Steel. Do you, do you, I have not seen Blue, Blue Steel. Blue Steel is tragic. It's crap. Mm. Virus. Yeah, I remember. I believe uh, Jamie Lee Curtis says Virus is the worst movie she's yeah. ever been in. I think uh, me and you hired that from Video Easy one night on your recommendation. I was not happy. I do not remember. <laughs> I don't think you were happy either. <laughs> I, was, I left in I left my tail tucked between the legs. <laughs> I need to take it back that next night and I'll have something worse. Yeah, probably. Uh, and then I'm going to throw Halloween Resurrection in. Again. Even though she's barely in it, but fuck yeah, She wisely, you know, after 10 minutes of that, she wisely sort of stepped out of, out yeah. of the, the picture. And look, I will, I'll say this too. For somebody who had, you know, opened her career in horror and then sort of went into more mainstream fare and, and got away respectable from it. fare. Respectable fare. <laughs> she has always come back to Halloween. Yeah. And as much as I'm sure she's probably done a couple of them where she's like, fuck, well, Halloween Resurrection, yeah, yeah. for instance, you know, I appreciate the fact that she comes back. I'll Whether or not the there's coin involved. She came back this time, Adam, because horror's fucking flying. Yes. And she was allowed to wet the beak. Yeah. Where Jason Blum says to you, yeah. will you come back if I give you a cut? If yeah. you produce, she says, you, you can say, produce. Fucking oath. I'll yeah. do anything yeah. if you give me a cut of your profits. And Blum says, listen, this is 250 mil easy. Yeah, We'll yeah. make this yeah, We'll make money. it for 12. We'll make it for 12. We'll, make, we'll, have, we'll of make it money. for 12 and then we'll organise a low-scale money fight. <laughs> exactly, <producers>. exactly. <laughs> Even Carpenter was swayed. Yeah, yeah, and the, the grumpy bastards. Yeah, the grumpy old bastards. And now he's talking about making a movie again. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, someone shocked him or something. Got his life back on track. Oh, hey, fucking yeah. one of those steel briefcases. Yeah, yeah. Look, I love Johnny Carpenter, but I also love hearing him talk about 
how he, he still talks, uh, you know, still talks glowingly about Prince of Darkness, but then he t- says, I watched something from someone else. Yeah, I just take it. Everything's shit these days. I'm like, mate, <laughs> I watched Prince of Darkness. Enjoyed parts of it, but I wouldn't be throwing too many yeah, stones. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just holster your <laughs> rocks. Sean, mate. can you come and do a QA at Ghost of Mars for us? Yeah. <laughs> Run me through the choices involved in that. (laughs) John, I've got a quote here for you. Uh, It says, I've watched a lot of films lately and they're all shit. What would you say this is? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's a double bill, John. We're throwing on vampires after it. (laughs) I'd probably sit down and fucking just about... I'd be I'd be loving vampire. <laughs> he needs a do- he needs a dose of Stephen King. <laughs> when yeah. Stephen King talks about his rubbish. Yeah, true. He needs to be a bit more sort of open. Okay, so Jamie Jamie Lee's also got a reasonably large resume, but mm-hmm. it's not that chockers with it. It's got horror, obviously. Yeah. But predominantly Halloween pictures. Yes. And then most of it's not the fair that we would watch. Yeah. But true lies, though. Yeah, true lies. So a solid resume. Mm. Okay, next one on the list. This is a personal horror movie sort of, you know, the only FX man on the list. Mm. One Tom Savini. Yes. His resume, Friday the 13th, The Prowler, Burning, Friday the 13th, Final Chapter, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. His FX are fucking outstanding. Again, has had a big impact on horror, the genre itself, yes. by actually producing this kind of effects that... Well, there were other effects men around in that period, mm. but nobody was doing the kind of things that he was doing. Yeah, and doing the horror movies as, as, as frequently as he was. Correct. And he's also... He's got, a, he's got an advantage over a few other people on the list. For anybody else involved in The Prowler, for example... That's not getting you a Hall of Fame, Tom. No. But Savini's is. When you jam a bag you through some bloke's fucking yeah. skull. You can look at his work in a shit film and he comes out smelling like roses. Yeah. No wonder he was he was doing fucking junkets and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of junkets, I believe he uh, he rung in the new year enjoying the fireworks at Sydney Arbor. Did he? Yeah. Tom. Yeah. I mean, he's been out of the effects game for a while. Not out of it, but not doing the kind of things that... More teaching and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Teaching I believe stuff. he still has his effects school. And obviously like he's acting. Yeah. He's acting. Yeah. Uh, and he's a, yeah, a man of many, involves himself in a lot of things. But that period of time, his his best work is unrivaled. Mm. I mean, I think some of that stuff in The Burning is outstanding. Did you bring up his cons? What you I, would suggest his cons were? I do. I feel like his work in Creepshow is not really that good. I, I think it's because it's kind of a. It's not PG rate, but it feels the way it's shot, like it's a, a comic book. Mm. I didn't really, yeah, you because know, it, it wasn't a slasher. No. So we weren't sort of in the territory of you know cutting people's throats and all that type of stuff. My other one was Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. Mm. Such a shit film. <laughs> it's probably the only time that even Savini couldn't. Couldn't make me happy. Yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, I don't. I, I but mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it up in his. When you're talking about him, it wouldn't be f- the first thing that escapes my lips. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Although I do, I did, I do enjoy when the bloke takes a, a fucking 
chainsaw to the scone. <laughs> he yeah. just... Yeah, <laughs> falls apart. I mean, that's good stuff. I still have a bit of a chuckle when the, the Drayton Sawyer gets a chainsaw to the to the date as well. Oh, so yeah, that's yeah. fucking carry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. That's not effects work, but it made me laugh. Yeah, of course. So uh, Savini again, he's also got a, a bit like Shane Black, a slim. It's a slimmer resume, but it's got impact. Yes, because of the nature of his involvement with horror. I mean, the guy is he would be cleaning up on the convention circuit. Oh, people can line up to see him. Yeah, yep. And I think that I think that has a big plays a big part. And he is a forever he is forever attached to the slasher genre. Mm. Like his name will go hand in hand with slasher films. Yep. Uh, and that's a big deal. You know, he'll never be forgotten. I think. No, I don't think he will. I mean, fuck, mate. He was doing that stuff forty years ago. Yeah, and he was sort of also he's got this kind of place as. You know, when you were fucking thumbing through the pages of Fango, there's always a bit of Tom Savini, and he was he, he, he someone like him fed into that sort of stuff beautifully because it was a, a kind of peek behind the curtain. Yes, yes. So he kind of became a celebrity to that group of people before being sort of as widely known, I guess. Yeah. So he's got a, he's got a smaller resume, but again, got got some impact. All right, next name on the list: current gold medal holder. I believe in our gold, silver, bronze. Um, thankfully, we haven't seen the last forty movies he's done. So <laughs> I think he, he might find himself in a bit of strife there. Yeah. Not a lot of medals in that no, group, unfortunately. No. We but, probably uh, we probably need to revisit so we can kind of just for just for uh, fairness' sake, so we can make fun of the movies he was making earlier as much as the ones that we've been making fun of lately. Correct. <laughs> That's one Bruce Willis. Uh, his pros, obviously he's got Die Hard and Die Hard 2. Uh, yep. I think they go hand in hand. I think, again, like Stallone, he has John McClane. He'll always be known as John McClane. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, Die Hard's the, still the greatest action movie of all time. Mm-hmm. So he's... And, you know... He started his career with that. Like, that's really... You know, he, he, he could only go downwards. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> but what I will say about Bruce is there's a lot of... That middle tier is pretty good. Yeah. He's got a lot of fun stuff in his middle tier. Yep. But he's also got your loopers and your unbreakables. I mean, fuck, I think Unbreakable is phenomenal. Yeah. I, I think it's an absolutely fantastic movie. Yep. He's also got stuff like The Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense, yep. Pulp Fiction. Pulp, oh, fuck, I forgot about Pulp Fiction. Like he's, yeah, he's got... And then he's got, um, you know, after 10 beers, a 5 out of 5 Armageddon. <laughs> like, you know, 10 beers, it's 5 out of 5. That counts. Zero that beers, counts. 3 out of 5. 3 out of 5, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cosmic Sin, 10 out of 10. <laughs> you wish you'd I'm had a beer. I'm still filthy about that. I mean, I saw that this year for fucking two years Why? ago. Why? Still Did filthy you, about yeah, it. Yeah, but your own fault. It's not though. That's you know you're supposed to you're supposed to enjoy going to the cinema, and it was one of those ones where I was like, I don't know what I'm going to see, but I've got the time. Yeah, oh, Bruce Willis is in one called Cosmic Sin. And I fucking I was ruining that decision. Yeah, well, I played Frank Rillo. That was at the point when I was mildly excited to see him on the poster too. Now, <laughs> if I saw him on the poster, I'd be saying, "Fuck." I can't get I can't get far enough away. We'll come and see a movie for another three weeks. If this is on. Yeah, Bruce's middle tier, 
is a solid solid bunch as well. Yes. And yeah, I would actually have Pulp Fiction and a few of those others in the higher tier. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but his middle tier's got sort of stuff like Red, you know, enjoyable sort of action fare. Yes. He's lower tier. <laughs> I mean, Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk. I mean, the bloke was throwing his fucking weight around in 91, and he shouldn't have been. No. He'd had a prick of a year, if I'm not mistaken, because he also had Bonfire of the Vanities in there as well. Yeah. <laughs> He'd had a rough year, the big boy. When did uh, Breakfast of Champions come in? That was oh, that was in the <laughs> late 90s. <laughs> yes, again, Breakfast of Champions. Yeah. 90s, 90s finest. No. Striking distance. Me and a bloke at work have been tr- rambling on about striking distance <laughs> for a week. Yep. And I cannot, I can't find it anywhere. Oh, look, we'll find it. And we'll it sucks. It. We will find it. We'll get on it. <laughs> Correctly. Um, uh, you know, he's also got, you know, we're talking about middle tier. He's probably got one of the bigger ones. Again, you toss out stuff like Sin City. Oh, yes, well. yes. A small role in one of my absolute favourites, Planet Terror. Oh, yes, yes. So he's, Is that, isn't he carried around a bag full of testicles yeah, in that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tears of the Sun, one of your favourites? Tears of the Sun, not bad. Hearts War. Hearts War, I really like Hearts War. So his middle tier is, is very good. I think that his sweet spot was that he knew how to, he knew to take the right character roles. Mm. So he knew that, Fifth yes. Element? I haven't seen Fifth Element. But yeah, Fifth Element was all right. Too, like. He knew that I've got all these pictures where I'm going to headline yep. for the big bucks, but then I'm going to do this stuff. I'm going to do a Sin City for fuck all. I'm going to do a Pulp Fiction for fuck all. Yeah. Because, and there's a character piece, but it but it's a good good film. Yeah. So his middle tier, you're right, his middle tier is pretty fucking outstanding, mm. actually. Colour of Night. Colour of Night, if you need to see his tossle. <laughs> Which I can tell you I did not want to see. Uh, um, if, you, if you want to see his tossle, all right, fair enough. I mean, there was things about the Colour of Night that I, that I enjoyed more than something like Hudson Hawk. Could have probably done with a little more of it. Maybe not. Maybe not. Tossels hanging out everywhere, but <laughs> in the pool as well, Bruce. Now come on, come on, mate. Fuck. Oh, you knew it was going to float into view. But no, no, no. Colour of night in the in the cons. <laughs> I can tell you, it's yeah, in the cons. It's yeah, in the cons. It's in the cons. Bruce has also got. Good Day to Die Hard is fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, 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 <laughs> as you said. shit all over John McClane. As you said, though, like, I, I'm not exaggerating when I say if I, I went, if I go to IMDb, the last fucking 40 to 50 films he's been in, mm. you just look at him and go, I don't even know that some of these exist. Yeah. And look, again, I'm not going to be that... Critical, no, because I understand it. It now has now become apparent, yes, as to why he was doing what There's he was doing. Issues there, but and I would um, suggest that the last twenty were done when he wasn't healthy at all. I would say more than that. Yeah, I think you'll like find that he was being fucking used to touch. Yes, and I possibly. think he was he was probably maybe not in the right position to make decisions that he was making. No, and I think he should have retired. Instead, but those forty or fifty films are not good. Like no, no matter how you slice it, there's not one of them 
that anyone would say is any good. No. I mean, the last movie he was in that I think was, in terms of, um, was a bigger, bigger budgeted sort of, you know, uh, higher tier sort of film was Glass. Mm. I mean, it was crap too, but I mean, I, I don't blame him. I think the whole movie was yeah badly put together, but some of those films in that last, I mean, Christ, there are people that, I mean, you wouldn't make that many bad films in your career. Yeah. Yep. So, and I think if you actually look at his IMDb page, he goes from like 100 where it's 100 credits where he, he was making, you know, he was picking roles and everything yep. to 150. Very quickly. Very quickly. He's yeah. knocking out 10 movies a year, yep. this type of thing. Yep. So it's sad to think that that's it, but they're all against him. They're all cons. So Unfortunately. So his resume has... Some awesome stuff, but then it, it kind of tails, which is uh, disappointing. Mm. All right, number six, producer, Jerry Bruckheimer. In the 90s, there was not a week went by <laughs> in the cinemas <laughs> that I wasn't looking at something that Jerry Bruckheimer was involved in. Yeah. I mean, there was a period there with Con Air, The Rock, you know, even shit like Coyote Ugly was in there, yeah. Kangaroo Jack. I mean, I've got question marks on how much involvement he had in Kangaroo Jack, but the guy was just making, like him, he, 80s, 90s, I mean, he was the producer of producers. Yeah, he was making all sorts of shit. Yeah, and his, his um, top credits, Beverly Hills Cop, Top Gun, Maverick, The Rock, Black Hawk Down, Remember the Titans, Con Air, all really good films. Some good ones in there. Yeah. Good, fun sort of films. <laughs> Yeah. He wasn't known for anything um, deep. And I did read an article about Remember the Titans being total shit. Like, total bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that movie is total crap. Yeah, there's not a lot of truth to it. No. But, you know, decent movie to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh, but I have been very harsh on other films. Uh, I'm looking at Bohemian Rhapsody that are full of shit as well. <laughs> so I guess I have to be consistent. Yeah, be, be consistent, be consistent. His middle tier is probably pretty good too. Yeah. Even if you're looking at things like the Pirates, some of the Pirates of the Caribbean pictures, Bad Boys is in there. First one especially, Bad Boys. <clears throat> Even Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he on a bit of like National Treasure? And- yeah, National Treasure. What was that one, the other one with Sorcerer's Apprentice? Okay. Okay, okay. All right. You know, so he had a little bit of everything in there. Gone in 60 seconds? Gone in 60 Oh, shit, I hate that movie. Really? Um, yeah, I hate <laughs> I it. I didn't mind that. I hate it. Enemy um, of the State? Enemy of the State. Favorites. Enemy of the State's good. Crimson Tide? Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> I forgot about them. I mean, Christ, Crimson Tide would be pushing into the top tier. And, uh, yeah, I think you mentioned Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he also had two, so he gets a bit of credit for that one. Too. Did he have three? I don't know. No, I think he dropped know. out of it by three. He smelt three coming and thought, oof. So his middle tier is pretty, pretty decent. Yep. His lower tier, Bad Boys 2, fucking terrible. Days of Thunder, Gemini Man. Yeah. That was poop. The yeah. whole idea of it was awesome. Well, that was your high concept. High concept. But it was in the 2000s. Action one. the late 2000s. But I think the script had been floating around for a while. The Lone Ranger? And the idea was good. Yeah. But Excuse the film me. was shocking. Lone Ranger? I reckon it should have been Will Smith slapping Will Smith. 
would have been funny. Uh, yeah, Lone Ranger. Not good. Uh, we have us involved. Oh, I was filthy about that because at the, at the time I was reading a really good run of Lone Ranger comics. Then I watched the movie and I was like, oh, fuck. Was he not good for the role, apart from being a cannibal? <laughs> I think it was more just the 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 script was shit. Not great. Alright, so Brookheimer, now talk about large resumes. Mm. I mean his fucking pitch is five pages long. I got bored reading his pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jerry, you cut this down, mate. I don't, yeah. fuck, I don't need all of this. Don't talk yeah. to me about buddy uh, you know, enemy of the state for two pages. No, that's right. We need you to curate. Jerry, yeah, you're yeah, your, resume. your best, <laughs> mate. Not the shit as well. I'll tell you what the shit was. <laughs> All right, so Jerry's got a big resume. He he's he's coming with a lot of. He's like, like pepper. He's the guy who rocks up and just dumps it all in front of you. Yeah, yeah, hey, look yeah. at all this. Yeah. And then basically says, you want me, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do want me, don't you? Next one on the list, another, another screen queen. I think her resume is thin. Yeah. But I think that, again, there's a place here Yes, for Neve Campbell. Yeah. Because of, again, that... Scream kind of changed the slasher. It it, it took the slasher and, and, and turned it on its head. Yes. It took it in a different direction. And you needed a strong... You needed a strong final girl. Yeah. And she kept coming back. Yep. She kept coming back. Five films um, in the until role. Until recently. Until... <laughs> until uh, some bastard said no money. Until someone decided we're not going to pay. And I actually think her best performance in the role is in Scream 2022. Yeah, it was. I think good she's one. really good in that, even though she's not in it a lot. It it's it really it, yeah. The, the film works when she gets when she turns up. Mm. Like it really comes comes alive, and that's no disrespect to you know General Ortega or anyone like that who I really like as well. And I think David Arquette is fucking awesome in in that one. But I think Nev Campbell being there is kind of like the Rock. Yeah, not the Rock, but the Rock of the franchise <laughs> is there. You know. Yeah, and I think it's disappointing that they label. Yeah, it is. Because I would have liked to seen her have actually go out in another way, mm. um, potentially not kill, but but having a large role. Yeah, in the sixth one. Although you know we've seen the, we've seen what's coming there now, and there is some there is some interest from from me on that one. I don't Maybe know. not so much. I was kind of like, Bleh. no. I'll it's tell just, you what's. Got I think me. it's a bad trailer. I'll tell you what's got me. The the shrine. Thing, yeah, yeah. I, I'm kind of yeah. some. Well, no, I'm somewhat interested in that. That's right. Yeah, because I think they might be bringing some ideas in that we've possibly tossed around before. But right. anyway, we'll, I don't know. I was just a little bit um, weirded out by attacking people in a fucking crowded convenience store with a shotgun. I yeah, thought that kind of seemed a bit stupid. But everything else looked looked solid. The oh, train look, sequence it, looks excellent. Oh, it looked um, it looked like what I expect. And those guys, although they've only done one screen screen film, I'm a big well, fan of did Ready, a, Ready or Not as well. Well, they did a good job. They did a screen. very good job. I thought they did so a really good I'm, job. I'm putting the trust in that, and there's a couple of things in there that have got me got oh, intrigued. But I, I am certainly not off it off the train. But yeah, it could be a really big loss. Yeah. So. So yeah, yeah, she has Scream. She has Scream Two. She has Scream Twenty Twenty Two. I actually thought the craft. I put the craft in there. The craft. I thought the original craft was pretty good. Yeah, the craft's very good, and I think it's gained a little bit of significance 
in more recent years for being one of those crop in that time that was actually looking at a different angle that wasn't being looked at as quite as much. So, agreed. Wild things? Cons? Yeah, definitely. other than bacon's cock, I guess, was in there somewhere. <laughs> a, a real slab yeah. of bacon, I believe, that Large one. ration. I'll take the longest <laughs> ration of bacon you've got. Oh, yeah, no, sorry, Kevin did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and again, Kevin, we don't need to see it, mate. <laughs> like, like, yeah. you know, you're Low. a fucking world-famous actor who's making millions Low, of dollars. If it's I fucking... also don't need you to know you've got a cock like a horse. Well, that's what I was going to say. When it's, when it's knocking against your knee... Kevin's probably yeah. reasonably happy to show it off, yeah, even yeah, if you yeah. say no. Exactly. If someone said to me, listen, would you like to show your todger in a film? I'm going, no, thanks. <laughs> listen, there's the shower, there's the screen fogged up. Yeah. It's not coming out until it's well, uh, truly fogged up. You can, you can shoot me <laughs> down to the fucking pubic bone, but that's it. <laughs> If oh, you, I'll let you, I'll show you some pubes. <laughs> that's as far as I'll go. That's as far as I'll go. You get a little bit of the bottom bush. You know what? I'll leave it to the imagination. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Kevin was just fucking showing off. Yeah. He's yeah. saying, you know, I make movies for a living. I'm an actor. Everyone knows me. I make yeah, millions yeah. of dollars. I've got a big deal. Yeah, but that's not the only area that I've been based in, so... <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Kevin, you asshole. Um, skyscraper? <laughs> Shit of a movie, yeah. but Nev Campbell is the best thing in it by a mile. Yeah. And fuck, you know, I would have been rather that Nev Campbell took him on. Yeah, not yeah. The Rock and his fucking prosthetic bullshit that he was wandering around with. Oh, yes. And she made, the, she made for the perfect kind of... Why the, the you know it wasn't the wife character who was just a fucking a damsel in distress, you know. Well, just having her there, yeah, it shows that there's a tough brings that kind of yeah that toughness and shit that yeah. you bring to the table, and she always does that, and she's really good in Skyscraper, which yeah. sucks that it's a shit movie, but yep. And the last one that I have was Green Three. I think that's a con. Yeah, it's got to go against. It's not I mean, her involvement is minimal. She's not in it very much. If I remember correctly. No. She only had a few days to give. Yeah, yeah. I think she was tiring of, of the whole series at that stage. Mm. Uh, and I someone said, too. how's a few dollars for you for Scream 4? Yeah. <laughs> she said, all right. Well, when, you know, when you let you let 10 years go by, yeah. I could be... I and could she'd be... been out of out of circulation yeah, for yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. I believe she went to London or something. She, she moved out of America and mm. took off and, and, you know, fair enough. I mean, plus, payday. I deserve a payday. Correct. I deserve a payday for the work that I put in. All right. So she's got a very small resume, but I feel like there's a there's a impact there, again. Yes. With those guys. Yep. Uh, number eight. Fucking the king of the world himself, James Cameron. He now holds three of the four top grossing films of all time. Yeah. After it overtook I'm still uh, Force Awakens. I haven't seen it yet, but I am still fucking baffled. So am I. Because from what I've heard, I will see it, but I remember the first one. If we're judging on good films, hmm. it shouldn't be one of the top grossing films of all time. No, not, not from what I've heard. From what I hear about this one, it also shouldn't be. Yeah, I know. So but I'm kind of like... The guy's just got like the Midas touch. He does, he does. I don't know how. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. I I can't. I think it's a mixture of he he shoots action really well. Yeah. Like yeah. Really really well, 
He's probably the best action director there is. Like, not necessarily the filmmaking, but the Avatar films are not his best work. No, oh, God, no. By a fucking oh, long stretch. Oh, no. Not so, even close. Yeah. But... I don't know. But he shoots the action really well, and he he's cutting edge. The technology's yeah. cutting, cutting edge. Yes, he's always looking for, looking for to something more. To strive to get more out of it, and I think that's why the Avatar films have been so successful. Yeah. Because they both stretch the boundaries of what you could do with 3D and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I, I understand that. But look, his pros, again, he actually hasn't got a very large resume. Hasn't made a lot of films. No. But Terminator, Aliens, T2, True Lies, fuck Titanic. Yep. I mean, Christ, I'd even say Avatar was pushing more towards the pros and the cons. Yeah, it's middle at best for me, but I, I, I understand what you're saying. It's not... They're not, not bad shit or anything. No. And his cons, I mean, I only could find Parada 2 Flying Killers mm-hmm. and The Abyss. And even The Abyss. Which I, I love challenge The Abyss. The Abyss is a good movie. I know. But as far as, you know, box office success and everything, it was kind of a bit of a... Yeah. It just failed a bit. But I mean... But I watch it and it... The Abyss is a very stuff. good movie. I yeah. think you've got to, you've actually got to remove it from the cons if you're talking to me. Because so I think it's. Are we saying that Parada Two Flying Killers is the only bad, really bad movies, mate? Yeah, oh, probably. Shit. I mean, if I'm looking at a movie that I enjoy, yeah. Avatar, the first Avatar is more likely to be on the cons than The Abyss because I think The Abyss was a better movie. Okay, so let's switch so, it up. So you'd have to say The Abyss is in the in the pros, yeah. Avatar's in the middle, and Flying Killers is the only turd that he's got. Probably. He's written a couple of turds, I think. Rambo 2. Yeah. Um, Strange Days. Stuff like that. He's been wise enough not to really put his fingers right in the pie on that one. He's just, you know, he's just... You know what, though? This is the... This is the... The sort of the touch the bloke has. Remember he produced an Australian film called Sanctum? Do you remember that? Not really. It was around the time Avatar was coming out. They were playing with 3D. Yeah. It was I about a group of guys who do some spelunking and then they get caught down there. Yeah. That shit made 100 million bucks. <laughs> and I was like, and it's because Cameron was beating the drum on it. Yeah, yeah. Because it, he was producing it and he was actually involved in a lot of the 3D stuff. Yep. So he starts thumping the drum on it and <laughs> money starts rolling in. Yeah. I say, Christ. Uh, yep. <laughs> All right, so on to number nine, Arnie. Pros, The Terminator, Predator. Genuine classics, those mm-hmm. two. Total Recall I had up there. Yeah. True Lies. Yep. Twins. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched it in quite some time, but I always used to laugh at yeah, it. Yeah, I laugh. <laughs> this is where Arnie differs from Sly and Bruce. Is his middle tier's not much job. No. Like, when you look at the middle of Arnie, it's kind of a lot of crap. Yeah. You know, Eraser and shit like that that nobody yeah. watches. When he's putting up curtains as a fucking T-800, I, I start to... <laughs> <laughs> You're still <laughs> fucking still pissed off about that, that aren't you? And funnily <laughs> enough, I thought the movie was all right. Yeah. Like, I liked the movie. That was dark yeah, fate. I still pissed off about that one. Yeah. I believe James Cameron's got a lot to... It's a four for that. Yeah, I want to have a chat to. I want to have a chat to you there, James, about that one. Okay, his um, cons. I want to chuck another one in the middle tier. Oh, in the middle tier, six day, six day, the cloning six day. one. Yeah, that was all right. We cloned Arnie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, six day is probably one of the better ones. End of days. 
End of Days. I yeah. say End of Days isn't bad. And in fact, Arnie actually gives a bit of a performance in End of Days. Mm. Is this like the time you said Steven Seagal gives a performance? <laughs> no, not quite. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Not quite. You still got to bring that up. Oh, Jesus up. Christ, I gave that. I, I, I brought that up years ago. I was subsequently thrown, shut down five seconds after I started. Yeah, well. I, I, no, what I was saying about Seagal was he was more relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've already tried that case. You don't need to bring it up again. It's not the it's not the Innocence Project. Bullshit! I, I, I found exculpatory evidence. <laughs> nah, nah, we're not bringing it back up. Okay, um, your appeal has been let, firmly denied. Let me put it to um, you this way, about Conan, Arnie. Conan's middle tier. Conan's middle tier. Oh, Conan the Barbarian's middle tier. Yeah, Conan's destroyer is uh, lower tier, and so is Red Sonia. Raw deal? Raw deal, lower. Anyone who fucking thought that, from a comedic perspective, Arnold Schwarzenegger being pregnant, <laughs> good idea, is an idiot. Right? <laughs> and then throw in Batman and Robin? Yep. Oh. That was Arnie just distilled to the absolute worst. Yeah, yeah. Just his entire role is just bad puns. Yep. And then I had Killing Gunther in there. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Yeah. Which I was hoping would be piss funny because it was taking the piss out of Artie. Yeah. But it was crap. Absolutely absolute utter crap. crap. Yep. So Artie's. Artie. I feel like he's behind the other two. Artie's the, Artie's the ultimate high ceiling, low floor case. <laughs> really? Because his peak is unmatched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But his his, his floor man. is fucking sticky, and, <laughs> and there's sawdust on it to catch the vomit. <laughs> he is this close to having a bag of beers and fucking watching a bloke swing his around as as a good night out of the piss. Yeah, yeah. So we move Arnie on, but I just get this feeling that he's not quite. Even with Bruce jumping out 50 fucking movies and no one wants to see. No, yeah. And I look, I give Willis a pass for that because obviously the circumstances are, are pretty sad. Yes. But you kind of got to question how much control he has over that. Yeah, correct. So we move on to number 10. Mr. Wes Craven, Jared. Mm. Wes has got a couple of touchstones. Yep. Like... Well, I'll get to his cons, and there are a couple that I really want to get lay the slipper in. But Nightmare on Elm Street is still clever, scary. It cut the line of the slasher film with something totally different. And nobody knew what to expect. Yep. Uh, And it still does a great job of having that idea of are you awake or are you asleep? Yeah. And kind of not being able to yeah, escape. Yeah, actually. And, and at times in the film, not avoid. knowing if she is awake or she is asleep. Yeah. It's hard to know. So they do a really good job there. Uh, I, I put New Nightmare in there. Yeah. <laughs> My brother fucking ripped me apart when I said, New Nightmare's pretty good. He's like, I watched it the other night. It's fucking No, awful. yeah. He, he came out with that text out of the, out of the blue. The blue. I was New like, Nightmare shit ass. I was like, what are you getting at? This is the bloke that told us Saw 4, genius. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's why I take it with a grain of salt or a bag of salt. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> fucking hell. 
I knew Nightmare is still a good film. Yeah, but we might need to get him on to kind of to, to so kind of. I want to. I want to get him on. It's just a Q and A. I'm just going to throw rapid fire films at him. And yeah. see what he says. I always like to introduce him as the bloke that um that um. Phantom Menace. Uh, great film. But then my absolute favourite is when he told us. I can't remember what movie it was. Oh, it's about nothing. But it's about everything. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking me in circles here. <laughs> yeah, I know. But whatever it You're is, talking over my head. Now you've talked me into it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't, I've got no idea what you're saying, but I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I'd like to continue this conversation. <laughs> okay, then he has Scream and Scream 2. Yep. And again, Touchstone. I would also put... Uh, Elm Street three in as a bit of a as a, as a partial credit. Yeah, partial credit. I mean, I believe his original script was fucking way off the wall. Yeah, but the idea. Yeah, the ideas of, and that came from him. Yeah, and Darabont and that kind of streamlined it. Kind of ran with him. Yeah. Um, but yes, I'd give him partial credit, and I think that's the. I personally feel that's the best of the of the franchise. Yeah. Part yep. three. So his involvement in the franchise has got the three best films. Mm-hmm. Scream, Scream, and Scream Two, you know, again a touchstone. He and and I think almost like the perfect storm that he was the one who directed Scream. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like it was like perfectly placed that this bloke who'd kind of taken changed the slashes a little bit. Yeah, was back to sort of do it again to kind of re reinvent it, with but with something. a classic slasher model. Yeah, uh, and then I also throw Hills Have Eyes in there. Yeah, I like the. It's part. grimy, it's it's raw, but it's it's still got something to offer. Yeah, but it's uh, as those cheap kind of films that you make go. It's quite effective for getting a few scares out and whatnot. Yeah, his cons: deadly friend, mm. my soul to take. One of your favourites? Absolutely horrendous. <laughs> I think, was that his second last film? I think it was. Yeah. I think it was that, and then it was Scream 4, yeah. and then he unfortunately passed. My Soul to Take is absolute trash. Mm-hmm. And then follow that up with Cursed, which is even worse. Yeah. Uh, and had a, had an absolute cavalcade of behind-the-scenes problems and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, again, we don't know how much of that was Yeah, I, I think his fault. But... Some of that, you know, because there was similar behind-the-scenes issues with Scream 4. Yes. I think Williamson's a hand in a bit of this. Yeah. I think he has a big hand because he, he he would have been somebody who's saying, yeah, he's throwing his clout around and saying, you know. Yeah, the production on that just sounded sounded shocking. Yes. And the last one I throw in there is Screen 3. Yeah. Screen Worst 3, of the bunch. You can't, yeah, you can't. Craven's on autopilot. His directorial work's not as good. Can't do much to fix that one. Yeah, can't polish a turd. Fucking <laughs> roll it. You cannot. You cannot. Uh, on to number eleven, another director in the horror genre. We've kind of paired these two, Jared. Mm. This is going to be a little bit of an interesting one because might be considered unfair. John Carpenter and Deborah Hill together. Yes, thought it was reasonable to because they did have a lot mix. to do with each other early on. Well, they worked creatively together on. On Probably the first four or five. Yeah, on a couple of the really time. good ones he he did. When you're talking about Halloween, you're talking about the fog. Yeah, um, Escape from New York. Escape from New York. She was she had some involvement in. So it's kind of like yeah, I think it's Halloween two. I think. To, uh, but he also had the thing they live 
Big Trouble little in Little China. Yes. They're all in the top tier. That's in the in the pros sort of stuff. Yep. Some really good things there. I mean, I think the thing is is outstanding. Top notch. Like it's, it's outstanding. Yep. Uh, and still holds up today. I I lean towards Halloween, but there's no there's not an argument from me. There's not a there's not a, a throwdown from me if someone says the thing is his best movie. Yeah. I'm and very I'm very much open to to that. I think the thing is just so awesome because it's got that whole trust no one. Yeah. Like we can't trust each other. Yep. And I think that really works fantastically. Cons Halloween 3 Escape from LA. Mm. That's between the two of them. Yeah. Carpenter also had memoirs of an invisible man. Okay, now. He was thrown onto that one. Yeah, I believe. Like, yeah, when it, was start, it already started shooting, hadn't it? Yeah, I think so. I yeah, can't remember who late. was initially in there, but yeah, he was brought in as a sort of a just a sort of a jobber, yeah. so to speak. Ghosts of Mars, The Ward. I mean, his resume is littered with a bit of pull. Yeah, middle tier Christine. Probably yeah, Christine's middle right. tier. It's not bad, but the two of them together. It's not a big resume, but there's some some really good, interesting stuff then. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm uh, resistant to Halloween three being the cons too. Really, I must say, is it because of Dan Chalice? Well, is it yeah, Dan, Dan Chalice? But it's a reasonably fun <laughs> little bit of work. I like it. I like okay, Halloween three. Let's say that's a middle tier. Middle tier. I'll I'll take that. I'll take that. Okay, and on to our last Hall of Fame nominee. Mm. One Stephen King. <laughs> I mean, do we do we go into his pros and cons? We'll be here for a fucking hour. Oh, look, I kept it short, <laughs> but just you know, uh, it misery. Uh, what else did I have here? The Green Mile, the Shank, Dead Zone, Pet Cemetery. Mm. I mean, there's some really good um, adaptions there. Stand, stand. Well, not even the, not even the, you know, the. The series they've made of the stand haven't exactly been great, but it's still yeah. But you know, throw in the outsider, yeah. Throw in Mister yep. Mercedes, yep. Uh, there's so much there. There's a body of work that, and look, they don't always get that shit right. And when they do, and they've been more recently doing, they've had success. Yeah, we're it. talking strictly of the stuff made of his work. Even just that there is a pretty pretty mm. solid crew of films. They're not even taking into account the novels and shit. That no. We have read. Or something like It that's been made twice reasonably well. Cons, as far as his filmmaking and stuff goes, both the Firestarters were failures. Yeah. And I think you pointed out there isn't really much there. I think even if you read the book, yeah. you'd probably find it's a bit light. Maximum Overdrive, of course. I mean, who who put Stephen in charge of anything? During that 80s period, he probably shouldn't have been in charge of it. Mm. Doctor Sleep, I heard, wasn't great. You surprised me there. I actually really liked Doctor Sleep, the yeah. movie. I enjoyed it. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe who it's a middle it, tierer. Who told you it was shit? I heard from a lot of sources that it wasn't great. Not yeah. shit, but just it wasn't. I don't think it's one of his best, but I think um, it was a Mike Flanagan one where, again, he's just done reasonably well with the material. Mm. It's not a, it's not a gem by any stretch, but I think you'd find you'd probably enjoy it. Mm. 
Talk to Luke. Luke loved it. Oh, Luke loved it. But fuck, it's I just told you to take it with a bag of salt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take his, what he's rambling with the right... Yeah, but I was right next to him on that one. Okay, and the last one I had was Graveyard Shift. I remember that one was a giant rat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, Stephen. He was just What saying, about the mangler? Oh, the, the gouger. <laughs> the fucking <laughs> mangler. That was, they even had, oh, the lawnmower man? Can we throw that lawnmower in Lawnmower man? Whew. Well, he, he wanted his name removed from that, so I don't think he'd hold him Yeah, what? I looked him up in IMD, IMDb this afternoon. He had 324 credits. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this bloke, he's making a mockery of this. <laughs> <laughs> but he now talk about big resumes. Like, yeah, he's got the big Massive. daddy of the resumes here. Yes. Well, when you, you like, he's got that many. He's got that many novels. But then we're, we're punching out adaptations of your short stories. <laughs> I know. I know. So Stephen's got a big case. Yeah, he's got a lot. He's got a lot there to work with. All right. So we just rattled them off. Rattled, rattled off everyone's pictures. Let, let me. Let's start from the top. And I want. I want the. Uh, the yes or no? Well, I'm going to hit you hit you a little differently. Have you got a, a five or I want to strike one. Strike one straight away. Yeah. Bruckheimer. Bruckheimer. Strike him. I'm going to strike him only because he's not... I understand he's had a big hand in this, mm. but he's not the creative. He's not the creative. He's the guy who makes it happen. He puts... Yeah, he makes it all happen. He probably has some notes and he's probably got... A little bit, a little bit of a hand in, you know, cutting some stuff that might not work. Or he obviously knows what he's doing, but I just feel he might be on the the, the second ballot or something like that. Not 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 the first ballot Hall of Famer. Okay, okay. So that's, Jerry, that's my that's oh, my. Look, thinking. I'm prepared to accept that. As much as I love you, Jerry, and I do. Mm. And Top Gun Maverick, I mean, fuck, you're back in my good oh. You're back in my graces, because quite frankly, I saw it was on binge. I just about watched it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was instantly about ready to go, yeah, press play on that bad boy. Yeah. Okay, we well, strike Jerry. Well, I on Paramount Plus, that's about the only thing I see that I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, watch that again. Okay, I'm going to come at you with this one. Guarantee. Guarantee. Stephen King. Yes. No doubt. Yeah. Like, Tom Atkins is the king, but the king's right the behind king's him. The fucking <laughs> king is right behind Like, yeah. there is no bigger, to me personally, um, there's no bigger fucking influence in, on me as a person than Stephen King. Yeah, and it's not only, I mean, he's probably From multiple getting, different angles. He's probably getting points for the books as well. Yes. Which, it's hard not to. Yep. It's hard not to. So. But even to look at some of the films that have been made, yeah, yeah. they are great films. I mean, fuck, mate. I'm in the midst of reading fairy tale at the moment. The bike's got me fucking wrapped around his finger yeah. again. He's a fucking legend. Continue. Legend. So it. I think it's impossible not to give him a nod. Yeah. Impossible. Yeah. So Brookheimer out, King immediately in. Yes. So he's the first of the five. Yep. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to package here. Package Arnold, here. Bruce, Sly. All of them? No. Which one of them? Oh. I think there's only one that goes in. Yeah, that's a tough one. Tough call. I, tough. I'm going to say Arnie, no. Ooh. Oh, that's fucking hard. Big. It's hard. Big call. But I feel like you pointed out his middle tier is kind of not there. Soft, and his floor. Is like, his floor is the private bid. <laughs> 
It's definitely the private bed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, 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 Whereas Bruce's slide, it's like Pandora's. Yeah, it's yeah. carpeted. Yeah. The, the floor the floor of Bruce's slide, you can go in and have a quiet beer. So I'll probably never go back there, but I didn't get in the fight or anything. So that's, that's Yeah, correct. Yeah, everything's fine. That's not too bad. So that's harsh, but I'm going to say Arnie's out at this stage. Okay. Even though he's got what I'd call two genuine classics in his resume. Mm-hmm. I just feel like his his the stuff below that is nowhere near as good as the other two. Yeah, right. Whew, big one. So to me, it comes down to Sly versus Bruce. Because I actually think uh, you've shortchanged Arnie. I've shortchanged T one and and two. Oh, T two. Yeah, oh, oh, both. You know, outstanding. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not in any way, shape, or form shitting on on what he has. Yeah, yeah. Like his best is right. At the top. Yeah. But I mean, Arnold, just... we've, we've been led to believe that you fucking do curtains for a living now. You can at least put some curtains on your fucking, on your club or yeah, talk yeah. to one of your mates to do a carpet. And sometimes you've got to close them. <laughs> when you're fucking making the kind of dreck you were making back in the day. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, that's a tough or one. Because do you have a different feeling? Part of me leans towards... Do you go for the guy with three classics at the top that probably bump above? I mean, all three of those movies are better than First Blood, in my opinion. Probably yes. Rocky would probably stand side by side with him, but it's a different sort of different sort of film. So yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm uh, okay. Okay. I understand what you're saying there because Bruce, to me, Bruce is the first one to drop. You reckon? Which. Is strange to say because that argument that I just put forward, I mean, he's probably top of the pile with Die Hard. Well, Die Hard, Unbreakable, I think Looper's right up there, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Like, they are if all... I, like, if I'm looking at those movies, Die Hard's at the top. Yeah. Die Hard, for me, Predator's probably neck and neck. Yep. And then underneath that, Terminator, Terminator 2, Rocky yep. are all there. Rambo. Everything else That's is right. kind of, we're sorting through... So do you feel let's like... Only, back. Let's Let's circle back to that one. Okay. Do you feel though that only one of those guys can make the five? I feel that's that's a possibility. Okay. So let's get off them. Let's, okay. We circle back. So Sly, Arnie and Bruce are on ice. Yes. At the moment. Fuck. <laughs> um, I think we strike another one. Who? And it pains me to do it, but Nev Campbell doesn't have the... Doesn't have the resume the for The breadth it. of... No. She has a place Absolutely in horror cinema and... I think, you know, for somebody whose resume isn't that big mm-hmm. and isn't really in our wheelhouse, it's not like horror is the only thing, that, like Scream is the only horror-based yeah. sort of stuff she's attached Party to. Party of Five's not getting, you, getting your points here. Party of Five's <laughs> horror, but it's a different type of horror. <laughs> I am I believe she should be struck, and, and I hate to say it because I think, you know, I think she's a fucking excellent. I, I really like her as an actress, and I think she's a really. She seems like a really nice sort of person, as well. But the resume's not there. Look, I don't think you're going to offend her. I don't think she's going to no, give a fuck. She's not going to give a fuck. <laughs> Possibly because she's not going to hear this. Yeah, um, I'm going to throw one out there. I think Tom Savini in in. Okay, because I look at it as again shaping that period of my life. Yeah, in the eighties. Uh, and synonymous with slasher films, which are a big part of my and our interests. Yes. And I remember knowing his name in the 80s. Mm. So, you know, 
I had the Fangoria, you know, fucking video where it, <laughs> he he would. It was an hour about Tom Savini. Yeah. So I think Savini's in. Yeah, I think that's fair. People would argue, but I just feel like well, there's a put it this way: he's the only person of that special effects crew that we've put on here. Mm. That's for a reason. Like, yeah, I think it's because he stands out. Yes. So, so King in, King, Savini, Savini in. you got three places left. Three places left. Fuck it, duck. That's okay. going to be rough. Okay, so let me look at... So we've scratched Brookheimer, Campbell. Yep. We've got Arnie, Sly and Bruce sitting back. We've got mm-hmm. Savini in. We've got... Let's have a look at the others. King in. So who else we got? Well, again, we're talking directors. We've got... Carpenter, Wes Craven, Craven, James Cameron. James Cameron. I, <laughs> I think I think you have to put Cameron in there. Well, I think Craven's got to go. You got to you, you, you flick him. Yeah, love the bloke, but compared to the other two, yeah, just not quite there. I mean, if I'm going on personal personal preference, it'd be Carpenter. Carpenter's going in because I, I enjoy more of his films. Look, I love love some of Cameron's best work, mm. but Carpenter, I can go to any day of the week. Halloween, I can go to They Live, I can go to The Thing, I can go to <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm with you. Nostalgia gets Carpenter there for me. Yeah, again, also coming up during that period. Yeah, and that's nothing against James Cameron because Terminator, Aliens, T2, <sighs> fuck. <laughs> Honestly. Tommy Atkins is fucking. Tommy Atkins is sweating. He's shuffling in his seat here. He's thinking, shit, I might get bumped. But yeah, like Terminator Aliens T2. Am I talking out of my ass here? Huh? Am I talking out of my ass? Yeah, we are. Cameron have to go in. We're talking out of our ass. If we're honest, Cameron is in for sure. (laughs) I mean, fuck. Look at the resume. Because I feel Carpenter's got to be in as well. Shit. Okay. Which which doesn't leave a lot okay, of room. Okay, let's put Cameron in. Carpenter's on the bubble. He's in the waiting room. <laughs> He's over bubble. We've said, anyone else? We've said, Wes, uh, thank you for your time. Okay. You could uh, please leave. John, just... Okay, just I'm going to run through from top here. to bottom. Slides on ice. We're going to make a decision there. Mm-hmm. Shane Black. I just can't... I can't put him in there. The only reason is because I don't think he has enough. What okay. if you go and watch the nice guys again? Oh, fuck. <laughs> He'd be in immediately. <laughs> but I think he, yes, he has a, has a, yeah. a big... Um, and he sort of disappeared or, or kind of... Well, yeah, after um, had his, had his, his good night. Issues, and, issues with Hollywood and yeah. substances and things like that. Oh, and around, substances involved. And around yeah, the period like... where he should have been punching out some of his... Some some more good work. I think he kind of got disillusioned with the whole. Yeah, he did thing. Yes. So, love you, Shane. Love you. And if you come back to me with a few more of these, you might find yourself back on there. Mm. But I think a very uh, uh, I'm I, I'm comfortable with his nomination. Yeah. Because I feel like he, he's he's a rare screenwriter that we would we would have put on this list. Yes. Jamie Lee. I, I think... Look, I think she probably is not going to get in because it's horror, action. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Because like, this this is hard work because she... 
again, I go by that by that reasoning. Then Arnold probably has to go immediately as well. Mm. Sly probably has a bit more of a breadth of you know a couple of dramas and things like that. <laughs> All right, okay, sorry. So we so how do we feel about Jamie Lee? I think that her resume is not as packed with this kind of stuff. No, and again, it's Laurie one Strode, role, but it's a very important role. It is a very important role. Bah, bah, fuck. Jesus. All right, okay, sorry. So okay, let's we've got to make a call on the three actors. Right, because we've got King, yep. Cameron, yep. Carpenter and Hill are in the waiting room. Yeah, and who was the other one we put in? King, Cameron. Tom Savini. Tom Savini. So we've got two spots. Two spots. We've got Sly, Bruce, Arnie, Jamie Lee Curtis. I think Sly and might have to be the one out of those three if you Carpenter and Hill. Hmm. Yeah, look, I prefer Bruce, but I don't. Th- I think Sly's got the. He's still Bruce's, doing, Bruce. He's still doing it. Yeah, Sly's still getting it done today. Like he still managed to be able to re. You know, as you said, he disappeared up his own freckle, <laughs> and then and then he fucking. And then he, he, he reinvented uh, himself with the with the Expendables. He then came back with Balboa Creed. and Rambo. Then he was in Creed. Then he turned up in some other things. Like mm. he, he sort of has always been able to come back. But Tulsa King? Tulsa King. Tulsa King. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Tulsa King. I feel like Sloan has to get the nod. Okay. So does that mean Bruce and Bruce and Arnie, Arnie are out. Gone? Yep. Oof, fly in. Jesus. And then that leaves yeah, right. us with Carpenter on the bubble or Jamie Lee. In which case, I think you go the Carpenter-Hill combo. Yeah. And Jamie Lee's just got to wait. Yeah. Wait, wait the wait turn. Soon. If Jamie Lee wins an Oscar, reassess. We may come back. May come we back may come it. back. Okay, so I, I'm comfortable with these five. King, Ka- Cameron, Savini, Stallone, Carpenter and Hill. Yeah, I think that's that's our enough. that's our Hall of Fame. I mean, I'm five. Be going back and forth and second guessing myself. And- oh, of course, <laughs> with Tommy Atkins perched at the top of Mount Everest, of course, looking down, even spitting on King. I <laughs> think <laughs> he's comfortable in his chair now. Yeah, he's probably chopping on a cigar. Yeah, he's loving it. Oh no, he's got his shirt over to the navel. <laughs> With six, a six pack of hands. Six pack of six pack of uh, of uh, cans. Yeah. Coffee stubbies. It's gonna be a six pack of cans. Alright, okay. Now on to the Hall of Shame. Okay. Dan. Okay. Okay. It's gonna be a little bit easier, I feel. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be a little bit easier. Here are Noms. Noms for the Hall of Shame. Steven Seagal. Pro under siege. Con, everything else. <laughs> Pretty much. I had on Deadly Ground, Fire Down Below, Half Past Dead, yeah. Belly of the Beast, Mark for Death. Yeah. Stephen's, Stephen's uh, problem is when you look at the things a little His more, middle tier is just his, well, just the fucking second part of the lower you, tier. But when you look at things a little more critically... His Even movies, his early pictures were shit. Yeah, his movies are sh- mostly shit. But even when you just push that aside and say, I just want a good action film, he takes himself fucking far too seriously to enjoy it sometimes. Yeah. 
So the only one that didn't was exit wounds. Yeah, it kind of did take the piss out of him a touch. Yeah, and he f- he sort of went along with the joke. Yeah, a little bit. But everything else, he's just it's just he's just too stoic. Yeah, can't yeah. put up with that. I mean, the, the, the compilation of Stephen being hit by um, his opponents in films would be about ten seconds long. Yeah. <laughs> so Stephen's got a very good case. A very good a very case. Good he's case. got a strong case. Charles Norris. Chuck. Chuck. Chucky boy. Pros. And this is fucking reaching. Code of silence. Yeah, right. I'm reaching for something. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm still trying to get that one reason fucking shape. Horace Warrior? I, still, I put that in the cards, but I do want to see it. <laughs> Just to see if it pushes him into the pose or something. Yeah, yeah. Surely it's better than everyone makes out. Okay, Chuck Norris, Hellbound, his, his cons. Yes. Hellbound, Forest Warrior, Silent <laughs> Rage and Busy in Action. <laughs> yeah, look, I've got to give Chuck a little bit of leeway here in that I probably have to say I still haven't seen what I considered some of his better movies. Uh, which ones? Seen, you like, haven't seen Lone Wolf I haven't McQuaid? seen Lone Wolf McQuaid. I haven't seen Invasion USA. Invasion USA. So I might be shortchanged of the man, but I mean, what I have seen, I cannot, in my <laughs> wildest dreams, imagine there's a good acting acting performance I in there. I can guarantee you there isn't. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to cut him a little bit of slack, and I'm going to say his, his case is not as dire as Stevens because he was a B grade action star. Mm. He was never like someone who was given a lot of money. Yeah, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> I know. For that. <laughs> I know. He couldn't even convincingly act like a man who was taking that money and using it for film purposes. <laughs> so I've got to cut him a little slack, and it'll probably come into my discussions about how who, how he gets who gets in there. Number three, Michael Bay, The Rock, and Pain and Gain. I would say were pros. Mm-hmm. Both, I mean, The Rock is genuinely an excellent action film. Yep. But the cons, six underground, Transformers 2 through 4. The original Transformers is middle tier, mm. enjoyable. Yep. But the others are just a fucking mess. Yep. And a loud, noisy mess at that. The Island, which I absolutely hated. I went to the cinema to see that. And the idea behind it was great, but the execution was just schmozzle. Bad Boys 2, Pearl Harbor, and he also did the film for meatless objects in the rearview mirror may appear closer than they are, which <laughs> fucking, what a mouthful of a song. Oh, I thought you were going to say he did the film for some meatloafs. Life is a lemon and I want my money back. <laughs> I wish. I wish he had. He also did the film clip for uh, I'd Do Anything for, uh, yes. Anything for Love, but I won't do that. So yeah. That stuff. probably goes in the pros. It does. Famous film clip. Yeah. Bay's problem is his movies are just excessive. I mean... To the absolute extreme. His Underground is almost going to get him in on its own. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> he has no idea what restraint is. No. Like, I saw the trailer for Ambulance. Yeah. And I just went, holy shit. Like, this bloke, he's just got no fucking idea about restraint or understanding that you need to have... To make action work, to build the pulse, subtlety, subtlety, but you've also got to make characters that people give a shit about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck. 
Those idiots in 600 grand, I don't even know if they were. No. I didn't want to. No, God, no. Fuck. All right. I'll throw in a rider for us. Aaron Kruger? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I remember you said, to me, <laughs> you said to me when I told you what he'd done, you were like, oh, my God. How are you getting work? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Craig. I said he'd given me more nightmares than Freddy Krueger <laughs> ever had. Yeah, so, so. Uh, pros, Top Gun Maverick. Yep. And the ring. Was he just in the room? Oh, he must have been. He, surely Jerry went, ah, stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> you give us one good idea, yeah. now shut the fuck up. You want a slice, you stay quiet. <laughs> yeah, From this point forward. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, and the ring was pretty good. Yeah, the ring was was pretty good. Um, but his cons, Reindeer Games, Scream 3, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, Transformers Dark of the Moon, Transformers Age of Extinction, Ghost in the Shell, Dumbo. Yep. I mean, these are all turds. Yeah. <laughs> Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. I remember seeing that as the second on a double bill at a driving. Oh. And I was fuming. Uh, you know, 45 in, I realised this, this was a stinker. Mm. And the thing just kept on going. It just wouldn't Is stop. Is that the one, the, seat, the second? Yeah, one? yeah, with Devastator. With the balls? As soon as I saw Devastator, I was like, uh, that was unforgivable. I remember. What about Devastator needed to be changed so much? Yeah, I know. And I remember thinking to myself, because I believe John Turturro makes a fucking joke about his balls. And I remember thinking, I hope you got well paid. Yeah. Because yeah. fuck, mate, you are making, you are ruining your your yeah. career. Yeah, yeah. With this shit. He's doing he's doing okay now, though. I just rewatched the Batman the other night, and it's good to see. Oh him yes, sort yes, of floating around in things like that. Yeah, he's in there. Okay. So Aaron, yeah, look, that cons list. That's more nightmares than Freddy Krueger. There's no doubt about that. Shocking. <laughs> but he has worked steadily in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Holy Christ. Who you know? It must be, you know. He's got photos on someone, <laughs> for sure. Okay, this is a controversial one, Jared. Mm. And we talked about this briefly. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And let me explain why I put him on here. I'll hear you out. His top tier is barren. Like, barren. His middle tier is full of stuff that no one remembers. Yeah. And his low tier, there's some poop in there. Yep. So his middle tier is full of your rampages and all that crap. That yeah. And yeah. The, you know the um, Jumanjis and all that. Yeah. Perfectly passable. Yeah. Serviceable entertainment. Yeah. But nothing. Nothing that's really gonna like your Jungle Cruise. Yeah. You know, it's in one ear, out the other. Inoffensive. Inoffensive. <laughs> well, Got a couple of laughs. I don't know. Maybe I better rewatch it. It might be offensive somewhere. En- enjoyed but... myself, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. His top tier, pain and gain. Mm-hmm. Fast five. Yep. I'll put that up there. Doesn't go much <clears throat> beyond that. <clears throat> no. His low tier, Red Notice, Baywatch, San Andreas, Central Intelligence. Yeah. Doom. Yep. These movies suck. They do. Suck. And Red Notice put him. It's the worst right. thing he's done. It's yeah, it was terrible. I mean, but I mean, every time I keep going back to Baywatch. Every time you say Baywatch, I think of the bloke with his 
Oh, Bill is stuck between the slats and I can't stop giggling. I'm giving the movie way too much credit because I, I, I do. <laughs> I do laugh when that guy opens his son's chair and gets his fucking dick and balls caught in it. <laughs> <laughs> and Jared, I can't even remember how his dick and balls were out. Yeah. He no. caught in it. No, I can't remember either, but I still laugh. I still laugh at it. But, uh, yeah. It's a uh, tra- tragic film. Yes. Okay, I'm going to throw a sixth into the mix. I didn't have his resume put together, but I'm throwing it in there. Vin Diesel. Ooh, and I have just been right in the thick of Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Fast Five's up there. Yep. Fast Seven's up there. Yep. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yep. All up there. Yes, and I would, I'd probably push... Pitch Black in as an honourable mention, perhaps. Yeah, mid-tier, but pushing mid-tier, him. Mid-tier, yeah. I mean, his performance in Pitch, Pitch Black's really good. He's really good. In it. Yeah. He is. His lower tier? Holy shit. We've got fucking... Uh, uh, do you remember A Man Apart? Yeah. Where is a DEA agent? His wife got killed? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what was that one about... What was the one where he gives us, gives us the fucking... The monologue about street fighting? Oh, not, Four brothers or something? Oh, like yeah. Or? No, no. Knock around guys. Knock around guys. Shit ass. Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, then you've got The Last Witch Hunter. You've got fucking Triple X. Chronicles of Riddick. Chronicles of Riddick. As I said to you, what was Judy Dench doing? Oh, <laughs> these are some money. Change hands. How do, we, how do we rate... Uh, does he get credit for... Uh, oh, the Groot. Um, Groot. Oh, look, they're middle tier because yeah, his involvement yeah. is minimal. Yeah, okay, so that um, can probably go in. Yeah, he's middle, tier. middle for him. Yeah. We've got Babylon Blood AD. Bloodshot. Bloodshot was shit. Yep. You know, like, he's just, it, there's a lot of rubbish in there. There is. A lot there of rubbish. Is. And you've and recently watched a bit of that rubbish. I have. I watched the whole Riddick. And how did, it, how did it come back to you? Pitch Black, I enjoy. Yeah. Chronicles of Riddick was just one of those ones where you're like, They've overdone the, the, the world yeah, building. we go from, we take away everything that was good about the first one and we ramp up the character who was great in small doses and overdo it and we end up with, I mean, that crew of necromongers or whatever they were called. <laughs> it was like something off a of bad bloody Star Trek. There, wasn't there Riddick. another one just called Riddick? Yeah, that one was okay because they took it back towards... They took it back more to what it was in what Black. it was in Pitch Black, but then they also, you know, there's a there's a couple of couple of parts where he's making some very seedy lines to to Katie Sackhoff's character, and I'm just like, oh, Jesus. Mm. I mean, Vince, you didn't have to be crude. Vince, sorry, you didn't have to be crude. All you had to do was put your CD on, and she would have been swooning. And that's a pro. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just come back to it. Like, it feels like I do. feels like I do. We'll have you pushing it into the wall. Still number one in my heart. I can tell you that now. So, that's our six. Jared? Okay. Okay. Let's let's, let's try out the martial artists first. Let's put the martial artists on the block. Seagal and Norris. Uh, Look, I think it's pretty fucking clear cut. Seagal's in. Seagal, yeah. Because... 
Norris has said he's burst his way into one of those two spots and he's not fucking budging yeah, because Norris was a B grade star. So big money was not getting spent. Yes, and budgets. He was not making big money at the box office. Yeah, because he was working for Canon. Yeah, but. It just meant that he kind of kept budgets down, <laughs> box office reasonable. Reasonable, yep. And he never sort of got outside of B grade. So, and Chuck kind of knew where his lane was. Kicking yeah. people in the face, yeah. I think, was yeah. about yeah. Well, it was. Sometimes he did. Other times we went fucking 90 yeah. minutes of a movie and only got about... Well, he kicked the shit out of the devil. <laughs> it's not long <laughs> enough, though. Uh, okay, so, so Cigar Lynn... Chuck gets a probably gets a pass. Okay, I'm gonna put. I'm, okay, I'm, let's have a look at uh, Diesel and, and and Johnson. Uh, and, I mean, and I'm gonna strike one off. I'm gonna strike Johnson. Well, I was gonna strike them both. Diesel and Johnson. Diesel and Johnson. Because look. I don't. I mean, I've been quite critical of Diesel, but I think <laughs> yeah, yeah, I enjoy I enjoy the fast films enough. I mean, I think five, seven, good fun. Even the first one, I like. Like, mm, yeah. so there's um, a couple in there that you. There's a couple in there that I go for. Pitch Black, good. Riddick, middle tier, enjoyable. The stuff that he can do. Yeah. His problem always seems to be again that he's got to be. Um, it's a little bit of the cigar syndrome. Got to be, got to be the coolest bloke. You got to be the guy that can't be touched. You got to be this and that. Yeah. When he when he doesn't do that, it's not too bad. Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna strike. The reason why I said I'd strike the rock is I think it, it his resume is not great, but it's also as we said the middle tier inoffensive sort of stuff that. But there's plenty of it. He's become the biggest star in the world on that middle-tier shit. Yeah. As you said, stuff that you go back to. I mean, we had the discussion about Drive and um, what was the other one? <laughs> which which one Billy Bob thought was in. Oh, fuck one? yeah. We, that, that, yeah. Was that, it Drive? Yeah, yeah. There was... Uh, there was the other one too. Snitch. Snitch and drive. <laughs> 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 there going. No, faster, well, not drive. Faster, sorry, not faster, faster and snitch. And snitch. I couldn't remember which one Billy Bob was in. But again, that fucking highlights our... Because we were, we were making jokes about which one was which and how they were interchangeable, and then you went and spilled out, oh, yeah, I love Billy Bob and Snitch or something like that. It was like, no, he was in faster. <laughs> like, it highlighted our point yeah. that you just he's done so much of this shit that's just forgettable. But it's middle tier... The majority of his resume is in the middle. Yeah. It's not in the bottom. No. Um, and Diesel's a bit the same. You can probably say that a fair bit of the stuff. And he's got a fairly small resume, uh, Diesel. Mm. It's not like he's been make, he's made a thousand films because no. he hasn't. No. So I'd say middle tier for a lot of stuff. Even shit like fucking Triple X. No, no, actually Triple X. Triple X is awful. awful. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it is fucking bullshit. It is. It is bullshit. But it is. Okay, so struck them off. That means it comes down to Bay versus Kruger mm. for the other spot. Yep. Bay versus Kruger. I'm going Bay. He's got to be in the in the Hall of Shame for me because every time I come out of a, one of his more recent <laughs> films, I feel like I need to fucking hit the bloke with an assault charge or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some sort. I mean, he's been skull fucking me for about 15 years. <laughs> like, the guy needs to stop fucking putting his dick in my ear. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, have him up on fucking sexual harassment charges. Yeah, he's, yeah. he is, he, yeah, agree, totally agreed. Um, Kruger. I mean, yeah, well, the only thing that got Kruger over the line, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> you could not put anybody involved in Top Gun Maverick on the Hall of Shame. Exactly. Just could not exactly. So, Bay is definitely in. Yeah. Just because his resume he's, after The Rock has just become a shit show. His offences are more egregious. Than oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, actually, no, the last movie that I, of his that I enjoyed was probably, oh, not, uh, not including Pain and Gain. Like, Pain and Gain was in the 2000s, and I did enjoy that. Yeah. And I do enjoy that. Yep. Um, and I think his style actually works for Pain and Gain. Because it's set in Miami and the the clubs and you know the the the, the fast lifestyle of these idiots. Yeah. And his style of shooting and everything works for that. Mm-hmm. Plus, it wasn't an action film, so we didn't have things blowing up every five minutes. Yeah. Um. And again, I think he gets good performances out of the the three players. He does in Pain and Gain. Yep. So he does a good job there. The only other, the, the, the last movie, the action film that I saw, which I thought was palatable, was Armageddon. Yeah. After I mean, that, Transformers was. Transformers was okay, was okay but after that, he's. Yeah, Armageddon. Mired in a heap of shit. Yeah. So he's definitely in there. So, our Hall of Shame <laughs> inductees Steven Seagal and Michael Bay. I think that's fair. I think it's very fair. Very fair. And, and, and you know, someone behind the scenes. And someone in front of the camera. Yes. Perfectly. You know, Seagal would almost have a place as our as our mascot of the shame. Oh, of course. So he's got himself in there. Yep. That's the Hall of Fame and the Hall of Shame, Jared. Keep an eye out on our Facebook page for the next film we cover. I promise I will not delete it before it's released. <laughs> Let's hope not. Sorry, Maddie. <laughs> and because Maddie had plenty of um you know, deep thoughts on Cliffhanger. So he's probably a little bit upset. Mm. But until then, everyone take it easy and we'll catch you all later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.